Hey, and welcome back. This is Alex Jabali with another episode, two weeks in a row podcast, uh, aka the Japodcast. Um, pretty eventful weekend for me, actually. Uh, this episode will be all kind of catch up. Uh, Sony had a PlayStation 5 showcase finally on all their major titles that I get excited about with every Sony generation. And looking forward to that. Uh, I'm going to talk about a couple CEO updates and then kind of talk about stuff that I actually really enjoy in my free time. This past weekend was full of theme park adventures, Halloween Horror Nights. I went to Epcot for a uh, pass holder preview of Ratatouille. Went to AEW's first ever uh, dark tapings that happened at Universal Studios, where they actually used to film and record at Soundstage 19, the uh, TNA Impact shows, which was really cool. Saw some good friends over there, had a good time. And then Sunday, went to a Red Bull event. Um, but overall... Feeling pretty good today. I actually just got back from a really good workout at the gym. Uh, I'm kind of motivated, actually. I put out another YouTube video. I used a brand new camera that Tong got me for my birthday, the Sony ZV-E10, which is basically a starting vlog camera, but I've been doing it for kind of, you know, standstill footage. And then I received a new wireless mic from Sony that I will be using to record voice. I'm still using my PC to record these podcasts on my Elgato Wave 3 and kind of have everything organized to do more content. And after the last video went out and got a lot of good buzz and responses and comments and interactions, I'm more motivated than ever to be consistent now as I gear up towards uh, having more events. But uh, let's kind of kick it off. Uh, you know, on the gaming side of things, I'm going to try to format the show with between gaming, personal life, wrestling and uh, events. But Sony Showcase came out and I'm going to be honest, I have an Xbox Series X. I have a PlayStation 5. I have not touched my PlayStation 5 in a few weeks since I beat Ratchet and Clank. And my Xbox has been getting a lot more play. I've been playing a ton of Splitgate, which is basically a Halo and Portal, Portal uh, clone. It's pretty much spot on, but it reminds you of how much fun Halo was in the early days. So I've been playing a ton of that. Very fun game with my friends. Very easy to get into. I love SWAT mode, which is basically single headshots. Uh, we'll get you the kill. And uh, just... Going through Game Pass, you know, Sony has a couple free games a month with their PlayStation Plus, but you got to give it to Xbox right now until the Sony exclusives start coming out. Uh, it's more exciting to be on Xbox, you know, and it's funny to always see the online wars and all that. I don't participate in that stuff anymore. But if you're a real gamer, you have everything, you play everything, you enjoy what you enjoy and just let everyone else uh, do what they want with their gaming and their time. But Splitgate, a lot of fun. It's the only game I've been kind of playing. Haven't really dabbled into fighting games yet. I am excited for the, um, geez, Melty Blood Type Lumina coming out at the end of this month. So looking forward to that. Going to try that out, streaming and such. But, uh, you know, God of War Ragnarok, sequel to the God of War on PS4, which is one of my favorite games. Spider-Man 2 with Venom. Venom's one of my favorite Marvel, uh, you know, anti-heroes. They teased Wolverine, just him coming out with the claws, but same team that's been working on Spider-Man. So, you know, that story mode is going to be incredible. And uh, Sabretooth is actually one of my favorite bad guys from Marvel growing up. And Gran Turismo 7, huge racing game fan. I have a little, uh, you know, PlayStation racing wheel set up. So excited to check that out. Uncharted Legacy, just so many uh, different titles that, uh, you know, get you excited for why Sony PlayStation usually has the best exclusives that you enjoy outside of like Nintendo first party. So Halo Infinite will be the next big one. Hey, Tifa. Tifa's ready to go outside in a minute. Lay down. Just one moment. And... Yeah, so on the gaming side, haven't really had much time been focusing on the content stuff. I actually edited the last video I did for the Big Blue, which is a Street Fighter 2 cabinet from Arcade 1-Up. And I got to tell you, I have a couple Arcade 1-Ups. Every day I'm turning that thing on because it has online play for free. 
still hasn't really officially come out. I believe in two days is the official release date. So I got got it shipped early. I did order it myself and did a review of it. But I've been playing Champion Edition, Super Turbo, and Hyper Fighting online nonstop. And I'm actually currently 24-0 in Super Turbo. But a lot of these other owners of the cabinet have been playing the older games, not Super Turbo. And so I've been going back and forth with some good players in that. And it feels great. The online, they're not, I don't know if they're using a form of rollback. Uh, they haven't officially announced anything, but whatever Arcade One Up did, their online is phenomenal. Justin Wong actually was, uh, you know, helped uh, lead the project on this console. Uh, you know, with these 12 different games, it's got Super Puzzle Fighter, it's got Saturday Night Slam Masters, the Doc Stalkers, uh, Dark Stalkers collection. So I've been playing a ton of that. It just reminds me of, you know, Friday night at the arcade. You can jump right into a match with someone and then easily spectate it. So they did a damn good job in playing these older school games. So I've been playing a bunch of that. My review went out on the youtube.com slash CEO gaming and just seeing the response to that one might start focusing. You know, I have a couple more statues to go through, but I kind of feel like it's time to just move forward towards uh, arcade games, fighting games, st content, electronics, stuff like that. So I have a bunch of new stuff I bought over the last week with this new camera that I been watching other reviewers and how they kind of do it and want to step up my game. So, but, uh, you know, that's the gaming side of things, the YouTube channel. I haven't had time to uh, Twitch stream, but I will this week, uh, as for CEO artist alley, uh, acceptance emails went out, you know, historically, uh, we get so many applications. It's, it's really hard and to fit, especially in this venue. You know, when we went to Daytona, we had a, I think 40 artists, 40 or 50 artists in a nice big area could only accept a maximum of 20 this year to spread out throughout the Wyndham. And obviously disappointments from people that weren't accepted. Uh, the process is usually whoever has the, you know, uh, seniority doesn't matter as much. There's some people that have been every time, but, uh, you know, just, choosing what I think will fit best for the event. And obviously with travel, I'm still getting refund requests every day because every time a Florida article goes out uh, about uh, COVID and such, and rightfully so, I, I'm still issuing refunds without issue at all. And, you know, it sometimes can be demoralizing when somebody doesn't want to come because like, I don't want to go to Florida and die. And, you know, uh, it's, it's mostly South Florida where the cases have been going out of hand. Orlando has not, it's still bad everywhere, but Orlando has not been horrible and events have been going on and, uh, speaking of events, Riptide, big smash event in Sandusky, Ohio just happened. And uh, I'm friends with the people in charge, Josh. Shout outs to that team who was stressed leading into it, but they required vaccinations. They required negative tests if you weren't vaccinated. And people had a great time from what I could see and just seeing Twitter blow up with people talking about the gameplay, the characters, you know, not, not drama. Um, obviously, the venue, once you're inside, and this is me being very candid, uh, seeing that inside, everyone was uh, enforcing masks. Everyone did a great job. Maybe one pop off here or there, you saw one mask off. But the moment people left the venue, I hear, you know, masks were off. People were just hanging out with their friends. Uh, but a lot more people definitely felt safe with, you know, a vaccination being a thing uh, requirement. So still looking into how I can do that safely at CEO um, or requiring negative tests. And I'm expecting if I do announce that, that people, you know, obviously want to back out if they're not comfortable getting vaccinated or whatnot. But I would rather have the safest event possible than have to cancel the event outright. So I'm going to do what it takes because COVID, in my opinion, is not going anywhere for a while. We cannot just keep sitting around for you know another two years until there's zero cases. Uh, it just sucks that we even got to this point. Uh, but the answer is there. People just need to keep doing it. And our vaccination rates are actually getting better by the day in Florida. Um, so hopefully that continues. I'm going to start pushing forward with ordering stuff. You know, our schedule's pretty much done. Our layout's pretty much done. 
couple sponsors obviously are still kind of playing things by ear. And fortunately for me, I'm very, uh, you know, easy to work with. I'm in charge of everything. So if somebody can't be there, I'll replace it with something else right away and kind of staying connected with everybody. And again, this is a smaller show than our usual Daytona one last couple of years. And just prepare to run the best community event I can to bring everyone back into the FGC. And this, you know, outside of just a smash event, uh, this will probably be the biggest one in two years. So that's kind of where things are with CEO. Uh, my personal life, I went to a heck of a lot of theme parks the last couple of days. Uh, you know, played it safe, obviously, uh, you know, masked up when I was indoors. And so let's talk about a few uh, things. Halloween Horror Nights, if you're listening to this and you've never been, uh, it's a great time. It depends who you go with. Me, I'm very fortunate to be friends with the executive chef of Universal. So I put a request in for a pass that gets me and five people in free. Uh, so if you're a close friend of me and you've been nice to me all my life, I'll probably take you. And uh, we went, uh, took a date, a couple friends, and we had a great time. We went through nine houses in about four hours by skipping everything with Express Pass automatically. And Beetlejuice, hands down, a lot of the newer generation, if you haven't seen Beetlejuice, it's a huge classic uh, with Michael Keaton, who's also played Batman, uh, you know, um, uh, Winona Ryder. Gosh, I almost forgot her name. And just a classic uh, horror, dark comedy horror, not really horror, but uh, there's some scary moments and stuff. But go watch that movie if you've never seen Beetlejuice. That is hands down a classic in the history of movies from the 90s. And they did a perfect recreation of it. So it literally brought everything back. I'm going to watch that movie again. Then they had the Hill on Haunted House, House on Haunted Hill. Uh, anyways, the Netflix show, the Hill, how, Haunting at House, Hill House, whatever. Yeah, Hill House. Uh, perfect recreation. That was great. Then the other houses were like icons of all the past Horror Nights. But it's a great time. Just go on a weekday, get Express Pass. I don't care if it's $100. Time is money. You'll want to see as much as possible. And even the roller coasters are great at night to check out. So. Had a really good time at Horror Nights, went with a bunch of friends, saw all their friends there as well. I'll probably go one or two more times throughout the course of the next two months, but they started it real early. You know, first week in September, usually used to just start in October. And I know a lot of friends that are like the scare actors. And the only complaint I have that's not really a complaint, but it's an understanding is because of COVID, a lot of the scare uh, jump scares were behind plexiglass. So you could kind of see where they were going to come from because, you know, the breathing and, and being on you. Um, but other than that, the houses were always well designed and a great time and just going with friends and such. But to me, obviously, it wasn't the 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 Horror Nights. I remember pre-COVID, obviously, they're, but they're adjusting and it was packed, guys. There were still 45 minutes to 60 minute waits for all the haunted houses and such, but had a great time. Then Friday, I had booked a... Uh, I have an annual pass to Disney World I bought right before COVID started, then couldn't go for six months, but they extended it, and then I renewed it. Uh, luckily, before Disney raises their prices about 3% every single year. I know this from working in the theme park industry for years. And went to the Ratatouille, which opened up in France uh, at Epcot. And I had a scheduled time to go. I reserved it like a month ago. I You could go into Epcot all day. And then between, you know, mine was between 4 to 5 p.m. Walked right in, showed him my reservation and went on the ride and uh, enjoyed a crepe uh, from France. It was basically an extension of France. They added a whole new area that resembles Ratatouille. Uh, you know, I'm on a Facebook group that's like called Disney Annual Pass Holders with thousands of members. These are all like just, you know, casual Disney fans or uh, full time hardcore Disney fans. And one of the biggest complaints I saw was that the ride was in French because it's in France and the movie is originally about France. So, you know, the things you see online, right? But it wasn't that much. It wasn't French. I actually took French for four years and about all I remember is Je m'appelle Alix. 
um, cause my mom speaks it fluently. So I had practice and such, uh, and, but the ride was great. It was one of those 3d simulator carts, you know, it looked like a teacup. It fit about six people per cart and you went through these giant set pieces with 3d screens and it's, you know, you're behind Ratatouille, uh, going through the kitchen restaurant, just like the movie. And I feel like this ride probably could have came out like 10 years ago, but maybe this is leading into a sequel, but it was a great addition to France. Epcot's got some great rides now to make the most of other than, you know, eating and drinking around the world. The crepes were awesome. There was a longer line for the food at their specialty French uh, crepe shop than there was uh, for the ride itself. Took five minutes to go through, went through the ride, walked around Epcot, grabbed a drink and then headed home. And then relax. That was two days straight of theme parks. And as you get older, man, I remember as a kid, you're like, I want to go all day long. And then you get home, you're like, why am I so tired? Um, but luckily, 100% since my ankle injury. So walking around theme parks is, I still have fun doing it. I've been going to theme parks since, gosh, 30 plus years still. And it's still just, it's so much fun as a kid. So that was Friday, you know, Horror Nights Thursday, Epcot Friday. Then Saturday, uh, All Elite Wrestling, my friends over at AEW, had a their first AEW Dark taping. Um, they usually tape these before the shows or during the pandemic. They were taping like, you know, hours of content to air on their YouTube, which is every Monday and Tuesday night. And uh, I believe Monday is AEW Dark Elevation, but these were for Dark, which is Tuesday nights. And this is where a lot of the up and coming wrestlers get their chances to shine from the indies. And it's amazing how many of these, uh, you know, uh, talented young wrestlers that are hungry are coming to this. But uh, I would say 300 people were there. Got to see my friend JJ Williams from the Wrestling Observer. Uh, always a good time chatting with him uh, about just wrestling in general. And he'll explain to me some of these indie stars that I haven't seen before. But got to see, you know, my friends that work at AEW. That was nice. And it was free. And the tickets went up real fast. And um, shout outs to Dylan having an extra ticket. I obviously could have sent a text to someone and got in. But super cool. The only thing you had to pay for really was parking at Universal. If you don't have an annual pass, then you go right where the Hard Rock is and you enter. And super fun, you know. And it's great because, again, AEW gives so many stars a chance to shine. And every time I watch these, you know, these events, I'm like, gosh, if I was 10 years younger, you know, or COVID didn't happen, I really would have taken training like much more serious because I really would love to wrestle another match or two. And, um, you know, I've been working out harder than ever again, been actually dropping some weight. Uh, I was 250 about a couple weeks ago. I'm down to like 242. And, you know, and AEW Dark was great. And the wrestlers were having fun. Eddie Kingston was one of the main events. A lot of great tag team matches. Uh, Ortiz and Santana. Uh, Anna Jay was back with Ty Conti. And all the wrestlers you love from AEW. And then a lot of names I hadn't seen before. And I had JJ and uh, everyone next to me. Uh, Tara was there as well. A very a big fan of all wrestling in Florida. And just, it was a great time. You know, was there for three hours. Then they had a break. And we went to, um, I got a cheeseburger in paradise over at Margaritaville with about eight of us. And then we went back to the show. And I wore my mask most of the time while I was indoors uh, for all these things. Disney World, you don't need a mask when you're walking around. But the moment you're inside, you they enforce it, which is great. And um, just had a great time. And AEW's, uh, they haven't announced when the next one is. I'd imagine they'll do this like once a month. But I posted some tweets about it. And it was really cool. You know, was, if you've ever been to like an NXT show, not any AEW, when it was at full sale, it kind of reminds you of that with uh, the size and scale. And they had giant posters, which... You know, as a fan of wrestling, the giant posters represented their pay-per-views that their past and, you know, current ones this year. And that probably inspires those, you know, uh, the dark wrestlers and the up-and-comers to be like, see, like, that could be me one day. And that's really exciting for them. These people, you know, I was very fortunate to be friends with Kenny Omega. I'm blessed to have had the opportunities I did. I wish I was able to impress more people and, have, you know, and uh, do a better job. 
uh, with the condition I was in with my ankle and everything, but just to see how inspiring it is for them. And they dedicate their lives to this, right? Me, obviously, I have a great job. Uh, I'm very fortunate. I just did it because it gave me fun, and and uh, I've always loved wrestling as a fan. And so, uh, but AW Dark happened, and then I kind of was like, after three days of theme parks or being at Universal twice and Disney once, went home, relaxed Saturday night, just kind of took a breather, uh, hung out with a friend, and then um, Sunday uh, was uh, started out as a beautiful day. My friends over at Red Bull, uh, Red Bull has always been a huge partner behind the scenes between for everything CEO. They send me cases of Red Bull. I just let my friends come and drink all day. And they had a, it was called Double or Nothing, nothing to do with the AEW's Double or Nothing pay-per-view in Vegas, but it was a wakeboarding competition, excuse me, a wakeboarding competition, let me grab a drink, with like 16 of the best wakeboarders from around the world uh, doing heats. Um, as a tournament organizer, I love to see how all these other comp competitions do, and each uh, wakeboarder has four opportunities to kind of go hit the waves on the boat. But it was really cool. It was at Lake Ivanhoe, which is downtown Orlando. Took Tifa there. The moment we got on this little, like, it was where all the Red Bull staff was. It was like a little dock separated from everyone else that was bringing families and their dogs. But the moment I got there with Tifa, I, I took her off leash, and she never left pretty much within 10 feet of me, never left. Uh, you know, sometimes she'd want to go to the grass then she'd look at me and I'd be like, all right, let's go or come back. And that was a great experience being able to have her interact. And uh, Casey, who's been a huge supporter of CEO over the years, who's from down South. Uh, she has two dogs. So she finally got to meet Tifa, but it was cool to see the wakeboarding event. It was about, you know, spent two hours there, hung out. Uh, then it almost, it rained and I got out of there before it started to rain. So uh, that was pretty much my weekend. Um, you know, I had a great time. Uh, I went out a lot. I'm probably just going to, just for the sake of my knowledge, test myself. I bought a couple of these Binax. Uh, you put them in your nose, you wait 15 minutes. And I've taken them like three times now over the last couple months and always been negative for COVID, but still want to, you know, I was around a lot of people. Um, I still feel great. No, you know, colds or anything. Uh, I'm around people that are usually, you know, pretty much vaccinated and such. So, but it was great to just be around people, have a somewhat normal weekend. And I had such a great time seeing people and, you know, people having these events. This is actually one of Red Bull's first major events, uh, you know, because of COVID, they kind of held off because their events are all about interacting with people and they were very cautious about everything and seemed like a great success. So I would say about 300 people were out on the grass watching the wakeboarders and having a good time. And they had drinks uh, and a hot dog hamburger stand. But, you know, talking to all my peers in the indus other industries, like, they're ready to get back to events, take all the precautions they can uh, and let people decide for themselves if they want to attend. But obviously seeing the demand, you know, I probably get like three refund requests a day every time some Florida article goes up. But then right away I post more spots open and people are excited to go. So uh, me mentally, I'm still obviously worried. I care about everyone, but I'm pushing forward. You know, um, it's it's a challenge. Uh, I've been met with a lot of challenges before the pandemic with CEO and uh, putting out fires and, you know, and this is obviously a different challenge, but, you know, I don't think any of us can take off another year or two and wait for things to completely get back to normal. Cause I don't think there is going to be a normal for a while. Just, you know, be safe, take care of your family and friends, be cautious and, you know, do the best you can. But uh, I look forward to seeing everybody in December. I know everyone's going to be so excited to see each other and I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, I've, I've had a couple sponsors want to make announcements. So I'll kind of tease you guys there at CEO. Uh, some have backed out obviously because they're from other States that are, you know, a lot more stringent on uh, vaccination requirements and travel and all that. And, you know, international, not a lot. Usually we have about 40 countries. I think only about 15 are registered for CEO. 
this year. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to be talking about numbers or anything. I just want a good event to bring everybody back before next year. You know, Evo announced themselves back in August of Vegas next year. Uh, so looking forward to that. Um, but overall, had a good weekend. You know, just catch up with you guys. Again, ceogaming at gmail.com is my email. Uh, if you enjoyed me talking about my personal stuff, uh, let me know. You know, please subscribe to the YouTube. I actually gained 200 new subscribers. Uh, we're at 33,000 and like 60. And, you know, it's not a numbers game, but one of my goals uh, is to hit that 100,000 and get that nice YouTube plaque for my office. And again, if you want to get into content creation or you want to do anything, don't wait. Time is money. You know, uh, we're not getting any younger. Do all you can. If I started things 10 years ago and got consistent and got into a, a crazy motivated schedule, who knows where it could have been now. But better late than never. You know, excited for where it's coming. A lot of companies are starting to reach out to me about reviewing stuff. And as I get into the content creation, I have Ben over in the UK, Kip Sabian, uh, AEW wrestler's brother, who helps me edit. I did edit the last one because I was kind of like, I have a lot of B-roll and I kind of have to kind of schedule this. But been digging into more Final Cut Pro. He uses Adobe Premiere. I just can't get into Premiere. Once you use Final Cut, they just make it so dead simple to do stuff. And I'm kind of looking at the advanced art and how to get subtitles and titles and cool anim 3D animations on. So look forward to that. My next review will be my brand new desk setup. I spent a couple weeks up until next last week uh, redoing my entire office setup uh, for where I stream my gaming. I also record my productivity for CEO and such. So look forward to that. I'm going to be recording that this week that, you know, last video, the Capcom thing was a 23 minute video. It took me about an hour to film everything and the B roll. And then it took me about three, four hours to edit it. Then another hour to render that 4k footage, but I'm learning how to do the, you know, faster renders and stuff and, and be prepared. So, uh, hope you guys are doing well. Uh, hope you're enjoying gaming or whatever's going on. Can't believe it's 9-13, September 13th already in 2021, guys. You know, before we know, it's going to be 2022. And, you know, just make the most of what you've got. Have fun with it. Always reach out to me if you ever need anything. I look forward to seeing most of you who are listening to this. Um, let me know if you're coming in from the wrestling side of things, the gaming side of things, or just the CEO event stuff. And I look forward to maybe doing other content like YouTube, top 10 things, uh, getting into tournament organizing and as we get into stuff. But Happy Riptide went out uh, as a success. Everyone had a good time. Some of their sponsors or artists will be also be at my event. So I'm going to reach out to a lot of them directly and be like, hey, how were things for you? What was your experience like? Because I still, you know, I've been doing this a very long time. I still watch other events. I read all their rules and regulations and how they put stuff together because you can never stop learning when it comes to events. There's always going to be something new you can learn. And so uh, I'll keep doing that. Until next week, I hope you guys have a great week. Jabali out. Thank you.